0: This is Dr. Brian McDonough, and welcome to Coronavirus Today, November 1st, 2020. In a sense, this is chronicling the path of COVID 19 in our country and throughout the world. I started this in January without sponsors. The intention was to just give basically scientific evidence uh, without any other bias. Of course, we've seen so much bias in the world and so much controversy, but unfortunately, the numbers continue to grow. Right now, in the world, there are forty six million one hundred and sixty eight thousand four hundred and fifty nine positive cases. In the United States, nine million one hundred and twenty seven thousand two hundred and twenty nine positive cases. As far as deaths in the world, one million one hundred and ninety six thousand eight hundred and ninety one deaths in the United States, two hundred and thirty thousand five hundred and sixty six. As you can see, we're you know we're still hovering around that twenty percent range of deaths even though we have five percent of the population. I want to talk about a couple of things today as we look forward and we look at what's going, you know, ahead down the road. The first is, it's one of our worst fears and it's also a good possibility. My concern is that COVID-19 may become part of our world every season and like flu viruses may have the potential to cause severe illnesses in some people. In other words, once we have vaccines, there will still be a need to study the immune response to the virus in relation to drug and antibody treatments as well as vaccines. We will need to study people's immune systems response to coronavirus, information that could explain why some people become more severely sick from COVID-19. The vaccine's likely to be approved in the coming months and they are on the horizon. Scientists are saying they're not expected to provide lifetime protection. In fact, vaccines rarely do. So it appears we're in a battle for a long haul. The good news, of course, is that our greatest minds are really working on this and that's important. The other thing I want to talk about, a lot of talk about herd immunity. I know that Scott Atlas and others have led an effort to believe that herd immunity might be the answer. Let me explain a little bit about what herd immunity means. The term herd immunity has been used when a vaccine can help control an infection. Natural herd immunity with the exception of the common cold and things like that has never really been a tool used to treat serious illnesses. I mean, once we were able to get a vaccine for, maxi, for uh, measles and mumps and rubella and all these things, you know, and the flu, we, we jumped in and used those vaccines and then used those vaccines to try to develop herd immunity. So let's talk about it. First of all, there's no such thing as herd immunity, it's only herd protection. The term's meant to be used in relation, as I said, to a vaccine. I want to look at the math, and this is really where, you know, basically unfiltered evidence is. Epidemiologists can estimate the proportion of a population that needs to be immune before herd impact occurs. This threshold depends on a term called rho. That's the number of cases on average spawned by one infected individual in an unexposed population. The formula for calculating the herd immunity or herd impact threshold is one minus one over row, meaning that the more people who become infected by each individual has the virus, the higher the proportion of the population that needs to be immune to reach herd immunity. So if you use this calculation and you look at the math and you plug in the numbers, assuming there's no vaccine, okay, herd immunity, herd protection, whatever you wanna call it, would cost the lives of three to four million people. Now, depending on how you value the lives of three to four million people, is probably where you stand with the concept of natural herd immunity. If you're willing to sacrifice three to four million Americans, then herd immunity theoretically should work, but that's the reason why it has not been attempted, and it's only attempted with a vaccine. And the final point is, like I said at the top, we may not get immunity anyway. We may only have temporary immunity or temporary protection. So that's another important point as well. If you are listening to these reports on the audio side, we also have them on the video side, delivered through YouTube in a whole different number of ways that I can't even count anymore. But if you just look up Coronavirus Today or Dr. Brian McDonough, you will get them there as well. Remember, stay safe and please wash your hands.